Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. Alright guys, so this episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm actually going to be talking about a show that Mr. Young has watched, so my husband has watched. Um, Basically, what I did was I asked him to pick a show. He knows the basis of my show. um, That, And, you know, how does it fit into my show and review it for me. So, here is the review of... Kippo and the Age of the Wonder Beasts. So let me turn off this fan so you can hear me better. <laughs> there we go. These are the notes given to me by Mr. Young. Kippo takes place in a post apocalyptic earth where humans have been driven underground and hyper evolved animals rule the surface. A young girl named Kippo gets separated from her people and ends up on the surface where she meets various friends who help her navigate the surface world to get her back to her people. The LGBT character in the show is one of Kippo's friends and travel companions, a teenage boy named Benson. Benson is a human who has lived on the surface his whole life, living a pretty carefree life with his best friend Dave, a mutant insect who constantly molts through his life cycle. Benson honestly seems to just sort of be along for the ride for right now. He hasn't had a major character arc as of season one and at one point he and Dave even considered leaving the group because of how dangerous Kippo's journey was becoming. He doesn't have any particular strong ties to the group other than being a fellow human and good friend but he usually acts as the voice of reason and mediator between the foolhardy Kippo, the stubborn wolf, and the comically inept Dave. There's nothing stereotypical about the character when it comes to his identity. If he's stereotyped as anything, it's a hip-hop head. He loves music and uh, and is always seen with headphones, ready to listen to some beats when the the action starts. Probably one of the best things about the character is his love of music. Kippo has an amazing soundtrack, so any chance Benson has to play some music is always welcomed. Also, the character can be very resourceful and tactical, sometimes setting up traps before anyone can even notice, which kind of makes it weird whenever he runs straight into a fight without a plan or a chance of winning. So I asked him to rate it out of 10, and he decided to rate the character, not the show. I'm sorry. (laughs) But he was rating the character, and he said, I'd give the character an 8 out of 10. He's a cool guy, but needs more development beyond friend who's just there to tell the other two friends to chill out sometime kippo and the age of wonder beasts is just a generally great show great characters great story amazing music i would compare it to avatar the last airbender in terms of quality so when i asked him about comparing it to avatar the last airbender because that's one of our favorite shows what he when he was saying in terms of quality he was saying basically like if avatar the last airbender is a 10 Kippo and the Wonder Beasts are a 7 or an 8, so around there. So it's a good show, 
But if we're going to talk about it being against the best of the best, it still needs some work. Like he says, he feels like Benson definitely needs more development because right now he's just there as a character to be a friend. Um, so we talked about the reveal of Benson's sexuality and it, the reveal of Benson's sexuality mostly just established that there is no romantic interest between him and the lead female character. So that ship has already sunk. In the season one finale, the show teased a possible crush. So maybe some character development and relationship is in Benson's future. Um, so... That was kind of mainly his review on it. I didn't get to see much of it. So it was just the rest of it was just mainly me asking questions about the show Um, with it. Most of our most of my questions kind of were about the show in general because he did enjoy the show in general for what it is. But he does. um, He's waiting to watch season two. And hoping that there is more development, like he said, for the character of Benson. Because when I asked him about Benson, he said he doesn't really know who Benson is right now. Except for the fact that he's a music lover. Hasn't hasn't really had a chance to really see who he is. Um, so hopefully in season two, we'll get more development there. We can see who Benson is. I repeat that so many times. Um, for me, when I was watching it, uh, because I, I never saw much. I saw the episode where they went against Beak Beak when they landed with the um, the raccoon people. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was the only episode I actually watched. And um, for me, when I was watching it, it was... I was happy to see that I couldn't see... Benson like as a queer character he was just a character in the story I don't know if that makes sense to you basically when you think of like a lot of shows where when they use their queer characters it's like and remember he's gay (laughs) like over and over and over again and in this I didn't see that so even I was looking at him like are you sure he's gay? He's like, yeah. And then he told me how, um, the coming out and the coming out was basically him just going, Oh no, I'm gay. (laughs) Like that was it. And that made it like more fun. Um, but we also talked about the fact that a lot of, uh, Netflix shows, because of course the show is on Netflix, but a lot of the Netflix, um, kids shows. So this hollow, I think hollow is a kid's show too. And, um, She-Ra, they aren't afraid to put queer characters in like it they they really aren't afraid to just throw queer characters in there as a part of the show while with a lot of the tv networks disney like yeah disney had um has had queer characters in shows um but andy mack has been the biggest one so far um with the character of Cyrus but we don't see queer characters on like the Disney Channel Nickelodeon and all that the way we see it um so far in kids shows on Hulu and Netflix because but even when we compare it to Hulu like the show I'm mainly focusing on is um The Bravest Night um I haven't had a chance to watch I can't remember the name of the show but I just remember it's Rosaline or something like that but um with The Bravest Night 
you don't for most of it you you see like the dads holding hands and stuff like that you don't see them as queer characters because we just see the character itself and no one in like especially in the beginning no one comes out and says I am this it's just here are the characters which is not a bad thing I would love to see more of just here they are but in the Netflix shows you actually have people like just you know speaking their truth and speaking who they are and I find that interesting and I like that Netflix went that way um DreamWorks I I the fact that it's a DreamWorks show I think it's really good because I do like DreamWorks shows that was the reason why Kippo was in my um my list to watch and it was in his list as well he just decided to watch it before me and uh yeah he liked it the kids liked it he was sending me videos of the kids like dancing to the music or just sitting down watching it it's it's really an entertaining family show Oh, and that was a question I forgot to put the answer down to. But I asked him, how do you see it as far as being a family show? Like, And he said, it's rated TVY7, which made me go, how? Because of the episode I saw with Beat Beak, I'm like, that happened. How, how is that a TVY7? He's like, well, maybe the ratings change each episode or maybe because they're not humanoids everybody's like animals they can get away with more stuff because when that scene happened with beat beak if you watch the show you'll know what we're talking about we all sat in silence <laughs> and the house was quiet we were like did that just what creepy it was really creepy and it wasn't even that the situation that happened that made it creepy it's how everyone was just still going about their day after it happened that made it creepy like what why why Why? oh my god and then like there's just a lot on the show that i can see how for family it's entertaining for it because the stuff i saw it was definitely entertaining um an entertaining family show and it's something i definitely would put on and watch with the kids um and it seems to have i'm only going by the one episode i saw but it seems to have an overall um, positive message where it's about you know coming together as a community and working together that's what it that's what it felt like I guess for me from what I saw but I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch the full episodes um and it is about Kippo trying to get back to her community so I guess that is the overall message everybody coming together and working together as a community um so for me based on the episode I saw it's definitely something I would want to watch but I'm not going to rate it because I think my husband is the best person to rate it um and like I said he gave an 8 out of 10 for the character which makes me Hearing that it's an 8 out of 10 for the character makes me wonder, then is it an 8 out of 10 for the overall show as well? I probably should ask him that. I don't feel like getting up. <laughs> I'll, I'll write about it. <laughs> but yeah, I do wonder if it's like an 8 out of 10 for the character itself. And I would love to see more um more of the show from what i saw it was entertaining that song 
when they were running away from Beak Beak was so awesome. Like, oh. It had a very MIA feel, which is why I think I like it so much because I love MIA. She is awesome. What if it is MIA? No, it's not. It doesn't sound like her. <laughs> so, um, definitely, I hope you guys check out Kippo as well. Let me know what you think about the show. I'd love to hear it. Uh, how would you rate the show overall? My husband rated it on the character. And from what he says, like, it doesn't sound like it is a, um, well, it obviously isn't a queer-centric show because it's about kids trying to, on an adventure, trying to get home, basically. Um, but, you know, when he watches season two, I'll <laughs> re-interview him about that, I guess, and find out what he did think of season two. Was there more development for Benson, which is really what he wanted. He actually does want to see more character development for Benson. I think I mentioned that. Um, because right now he is just a side character. He has been relegated to the side character. So hopefully I can get my husband to actually um, <laughs> next time review something where the character is the protagonist. I would love to see that. I don't know. What do you think he should review? Uh, I'm gonna, I was thinking of a video game that I know he plays that I know has different characters of different orientations and he might review it. Maybe I'll talk to him. <laughs> so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is a short episode because it has been a long week. I've been working hard. Like I said, I'm back at work. You guys know that. Um, it's just been stressful. I'm working hard. Um, yeah, doing stuff, doing big things. <laughs> why did it, why? But, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying my time back at work. And I'm enjoying the time I get to spend with my family. So I'm going to hurry up and wrap this up so I can go back and spending time with my family. So this was JD Young. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whatever it is wherever you are.